All right, welcome everybody to One and a Half Gamers. It is your me, your host, Mark Albers, and accompanied with me today, we have Allie Boyd. Yes, hello. As you know, I am <laughs> the one, and she is the half gamer. Today Indeed. we'll be today we'll be talking about another one of Mark's top picks, the Fallout franchise. This is a good one. It is a really fun, nostalgic game for lots of people. Ooh. The Fallout series is a post-apocalyptic role-playing game, or an RPG. Role-playing game means you get to make all of the decisions, then they impact the world around you, and you, I don't know, yeah, you get to be oh, whoever cool. you want. Yeah, That'd so be nifty. It's a fun. It was originally created by Interplay Entertainment. Uh, the first Fallout game was released in 1997. It was developed by Black Isles Studios, uh, another branch of Interplay. It takes place on the West Coast United States. So California, a little bit of Nevada in there. But its main, uh, its its story was regarded as one of the best in the series. It takes place 200 years after the Great War, so when the bombs fell. The main character is a vault dweller, which you, re- you remember what vaults are, yes, right? Yes, the vaults were the social experiments they would do on the people, Inside, correct? yep. They, were, they, they boasted that they were safe havens from the nuclear wasteland, but they were, in fact, social experience. But the saddest part about Fallout 1 is that you get cast out of your <laughs> vault after you return from defeating the master. But, uh, yeah, the vault, the, vault, the vault overseer, the leader, he thinks that everybody else in the vault would want to want to keep away or want to be just like you and leave the vault, which they don't want yeah. happening. People don't, they, don't, they want people leaving the vault. So you get cast out, and that's okay because that sets up the, um, the story for Fallout 2. Fallout 2 takes place uh, just a generation after Fallout 1. Uh, it was released in uh, 1998, just a year later. It was a direct sequel to Fallout 1. And it has the same setting as Fallout 1, but maybe just a little bit north. It doesn't have all of the exact same locations, but it has a, has a good number of them. This takes place, like I said, a generation after Fallout 1. Uh, the original Vault Deller, Dweller is dead, but your, your character is co- known as the Chosen One. He is <laughs> the chosen one. Yeah, yeah. He lives in the village that the vault that the vault dweller from the first game, your your character from the first game, he creates after he is cast out of the vault. And this town is dying because they can't grow food. So it is your job to go out in the wasteland once again and find a gek, a garden of eating, eating creation kit. And all you need to know about that is that it's able to uh, take the soil <coughs> and the ground that's irradiated and make it habitable again. Uh, while you're out doing this and finding the Gek, uh, you come across a uh, evil entity called the Enclave. And the Enclave are remnants of the post-war government, and they believe that they are the proper inheritors of the United States after the bombs fell. Oof. So, and they're will- they're willing to kill everyone for it. Genocide. Genocide. <laughs> yeah. So your character. Rest in peace. <laughs> they're going around <laughs> kidnapping people from vaults, and they kidnap your uh, your villagers because they are direct descendants of a vault dweller. Um, but yeah, then they experiment on them. You save them. You actually have to travel out to their oil rig, where they where they you know survived, and uh, blow the whole thing up. It's pretty cool. But the main villain in there is uh, the president of the Enclave. He calls himself the president of the United States, which is pretty funny. Um, but these are these are really tough people because they're so technologically advanced. But you know, you somehow do it. You blow up the oil rig. You kill their giant super mutant super soldier, whatever. And uh, that's pretty much how you end uh, Fallout 2. And at the end of Fallout 2, your, um, your village, 
and the inhabitants of Vault 13 from the first game, they actually come together and form their own society, their own town. Oh, cool. Yep, and that becomes very prosperous and a big, nice place to live. All right. Uh, But the next game is Fallout 3, and this one everybody loved. This was the first 3D action shooter version of it, version of a Fallout game. Instead of being a turn-based game where you would have to physically walk your character around, you could play as the character now and uh, look through through their eyes. And this was more of a 3D world that you could explore, and Mm -hmm. um, this was really exciting. Everybody was really excited for this. This was developed by Bethesda Game Studios, who bought the title off of Interplay when they went under. Um, (coughs) This was really, really critically acclaimed. Every, uh, it was released in 2008, October, and people went wild for this. This was a great game. Um, it's probably considered one of the best games out there. It takes place in Washington, D.C., so this is now Ooh. on the other side of the United States. Uh, this story is about... Um, this is this is set in the future, correct? Or This is set, yes, technically after the events of all of the previous Fallout games, yes. Yeah, cool. Um, but this is on the East Coast where nobody, you know, really knew anything about it before now. This is the first game in the, on the East Coast. But it takes place, or it starts with you and your dad living in a vault, Vault 101. And in this vault, nobody ever leaves. And your one sole purpose is to serve the overseer and the leader of the vault. That was their social experiment. But uh, your dad escapes. He leaves the vault, and everybody freaks out. So, of course, because your dad left the vault, you have to follow him because everybody's going to kill you if you don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as soon as you leave the vault, you, f- you fight your way through the wasteland. You eventually find him again. You figure out he's been working on a project called Project Purity. And this is to give f- get fresh water for the whole wasteland, uh, for all the people living in the wasteland because everything's irradiated, right? Um, to do this, you fight the remnants of the supermutants who have taken uh, refuge in uh, downtown D.C., and you also fight remnants of the Enclave, because the Enclave are back. And everybody really liked that, because the Enclave are they're cool enemies. But once again, they wanted genocide. They wanted to kill everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> it wasn't them. But yeah, good stuff. Uh, cool. it, it ends with you defeating the Enclave for the final time uh, so far. Final time so far. And uh, turning on Project Purity to provide water for everybody. Um, and this is one you've played. Yes, this is this is one I played. This is problem. This is my first Fallout game that I played, cool. and uh, I really liked it. It's got it's what got me hooked on the series. Yeah. What was your favorite part about it? Oh, uh, my favorite part. Uh, so the Brotherhood of Steel. You need their mm-hmm. help to take back the purifier, which is in the Jefferson Memorial in Ooh. D.C., which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to take back the memorial, the Brotherhood uh, turns on their massive three-story robot. <laughs> Kami killing robot because you know they're at war with China, so it yeah it spews uh, uh, anti-communist pro- pro- propaganda. So better dead than red is what I always <laughs> say. Uh, <laughs> but they use this massive robot that throws nukes like footballs and yeah. shoots lasers out of its eyes to you know defeat the enclave, and Most it's definitely. probably the best part of the game when you're walking behind it to the purifier while it's just blowing shit up. <laughs> That's so fun, but um. That'd be interesting to no, see. No, yeah, I really liked it. The atmosphere of the post-apocalyptic w- was really, really satisfying to me. And the um, even when you were walking around with the best armor, had the best weapons, you were never quite at ease <laughs> because just the atmosphere the game gave you, the dark, the dirty, the 
post retro post war retro feel of everything's mm-hmm. just destroyed and you had the 50s kind of it's it's a really cool yeah. feeling you get, you get that it, it really makes an impact on you uh when you when you walk around this destroyed town and you're like yeah wow people used to live here yeah i mean even if it is a fake experience you know even if it's just a game you still kind of kind of get you like still into the get, story. Oh yeah, you get really get really invested. And this game had hundreds, well, probably not hundreds, but a lot of side quests that you could also immerse yourself in Ooh. and really immersive DLC, downloadable content, stuff you can pay for afterwards. And uh, there are some really good content in this game that everybody I feel like I personally really enjoyed. Uh, the next game after that, like I said, Fallout 3 was really what re- re- done really well by Bethesda. And uh, the next game was that was released was uh, Fallout New Vegas. And Fallout New Vegas was... Well, Fallout New Vegas was created uh, by... It was, it was developed by Obsidian Entertainment, who was, who was hired by Bethesda Softworks to make this game. But it was released in uh, 2010, and it takes place back on the West Coast in Nevada. And uh, this is exciting because nobody had really known what happened to the uh, West Coast. And what's really cool is it had a lot of references to the older games. The New California Republic is a, um, uh, a government created out of one of the factions you help in Fallout 1. So everybody really liked that. You also got a bunch of uh, references to the old, uh, the, the West Coast Brothers of Steel, the ones who just like to hide in their bunkers and collect stuff instead of help people. But <laughs> the story of Fallout New Vegas is the city, the mythical city of Las Vegas barely touched by the nukes and that's because of the mysterious Mr. House who used his massive laser guns to blow up all the nukes before they hit the city. But um, the main story of this game revolves around the war over Hoover Dam which still is providing power and fresh water to people. Currently it's under the control of the New California Republic but um, only because they barely wrangled a victory over Caesar's Legion which is another one of the main factions of this game. And now your character can choose which side they want to help. They can either help Caesar Legion, New California Republic, uh, Mr. House, or they can take it all for themselves if they choose. Mm-hmm. Um, this game was really, really, uh, it, people responded really well to this one. People really liked the choices you could make um, because they felt like... Does it like, affect the ending of the game? Oh, yeah. There was, me- there was de- many different endings, which people loved at that Ooh, time. Then uh, you can play it multiple times. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> And uh, there was reputation between all of these factions. So if you helped Caesar's Legion, NCR would naturally dislike you more. And um, everybody just loved all of the different, the different things that you could do in Fallout New Vegas. Uh, the next one released is Fallout 4. Fallout 4 Ooh. is a 
I, I have also played Fallout 4, just like New Vegas. I really enjoyed Fallout 4. Uh, but that takes place in Boston and was released in 2015. But that takes place, yeah, in, in Boston. Uh, so another East Coast game, which was exciting because it's it's another East Coast game. Like we only had we only had DC. We only knew what happened in DC. But in um, Boston, there's an entity called the Institute, and the Institute is the boogeymen of the Commonwealth, what they call Boston, the Boston wasteland. Um, and so the story of that game is your character actually starts pre-war pre- before the bombs fall, you know, so, and then he's cryogenically frozen in a vault, a vault, a vault. yeah, yeah, he's frozen <laughs> in a vault for 200 Yikes. years, yeah, and then he gets his kids stolen, sorry, oh. that was really loud, he gets his kids stolen, and eventually he wakes up again, and he has to go find his kid, and he figures it out eventually that, um, the man who took it from took his kid from him, uh, brought it to the institute, and uh, a whole bunch of stuff happens. Once again, there's a there's four major factions you can uh, help in uh, Fallout Four. There's the institute, the the Brotherhood of Steel. Once again, the Brotherhood of Steel. Uh, there's the railroad, which tries to help synths, which are synthetic humans that the institute creates to be basically like synthetic their slaves. Humans. Yep, like robots. Ooh. But they gross. look like humans. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. So, so they try to get these synths to, you know, they're 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 enslaved. The institute basically. So the railroad tries to help these institute uh, these synths escape, and they're kind of like secret agent or whatever. <laughs> and then you can also help the Minutemen, which are just the local residents of the Commonwealth who are just trying to keep everybody safe, basically, and uh, stop external threats from outside the Commonwealth. Um, but yeah, depending on which ending you pick, once again, depends on who, wh- whose hands you basically choose the Commonwealth to fall into. Uh, but it, it's a really good game. There's lots, lots of different side quests, entertaining side quests. Um, this one wasn't really received as well as Fallout 3, but definitely is still one of the better games uh, just because it's newer, it's got better things. And then one of the best features it has is this settlement building. You actually are in control of uh, a couple of settlements and you can build, you know, towns and stuff for your people, keep them happy and stuff. And there has definitely been a lot of uh, great uh, things built around that. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. That's all of the games so far. Yeah. Um, bes- besides the mobile games and then the hundreds of thousands of mods that people made for each of these games, uh, that just boasts that uh, that's another big part of this is the, is the modding community. People make oh, just great mods for these games, um, whether it be you know better trees or or mm-hmm. just entire new quests and areas to explore. Uh, but yeah, that's some of the best stuff. Anyway, do you have any questions as a person who has never played this series oh, before? Um, I'm, I'm sure I'll probably have questions, but it's actually really interesting because it seems like a lot goes into it. Like, they kind of built a whole world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, completely. Like, you have your multiple governments, like Caesar's Legions. Um, yeah. That, and that's something that people... California, New Republic, all that stuff. That's something that people really, really like about this game is just the extensive lore behind everything. It's yeah, something that people have really drawn to, the, and kind to of getting to live in your own world away from exactly, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, there's another. Everybody really likes this because they have stayed true to their RPG elements, uh, role playing game, and mm-hmm. uh, 
you be whoever you want to be. If you want to be a charismatic, you know, dickhead, you can be a charismatic <laughs> dickhead. Most you can definitely. Well, you can uh, talk yourself out of any situation you want, or you could just go in guns a blazing. It's really just how you want to play it. Is this something you'd want to learn more, more about? Hmm. I'd be interested. It sounds complicated. Complicated? <laughs> no, yeah. Is there anything you that caught your eye when you were watching uh, the timeline or uh, any of the trailers? Yeah, because I watched a few of the trailers. I I thought, like, I don't know what you y'all call it, but, like, graphics. I thought it looked pretty aesthetic. Do you remember which, which game? Pro- I think it was Fallout 3, maybe? Fallout 3, yeah. Yeah. Everybody really, uh, lots of people comment on how that game is gritty and dirty and dark. Really? And uh, it really pulls in that yeah really essent or that that um and kind of like starts a feel exactly it makes you feel like yeah uh, it's cool shit you know? most definitely <laughs> i know that uh that you are kind of a gamer yourself that's why we call you the half gamer yeah uh is this i've something- only played a few <laughs> <laughs> is this something that you would maybe pick up sometime and yeah play? I, I i feel like i could definitely see myself maybe not playing all Oh, what yeah. five series? No, no, yeah, you don't have to do that. It's, I mean, it <laughs> is a big, tall order, especially. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it seems pretty nifty. What's something that you really liked about it? Just hearing about it, I do like how interactive it sounds. Mm-hmm. Kind of getting to go through your own world and I don't know, kind of choose and pick your battles. I also like the whole um, vault thing, mm-hmm. like all the different social experiments that they went into because yeah and and there there's a lot of quirky just weird stuff like the garys yeah the garys (laughs) and even not even in the vaults there's just a lot of really funky quests i know in fallout new vegas there's a quest where you have to help a bunch of ghouls get shot into space yeah using rockets and you just they just provide a bunch of different fun you know experiences that you can you know have fun with most and definitely. take different ways out, yeah. Um, is there something that you wish the Fallout series did differently from mm. what you've heard or what you think could add to the experience? Add to the experience. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. Is there anything, okay. like, you think would be really cool in a game like this? Really cool? I don't know, fighting aliens. That's basically what you do, right? There, there are aliens in the Fallout 3 DLC Mothership Zeta that you get abducted. Yikes. And you gotta fight your way through an alien ship. Yeah, I was pretty it's pretty cool. <laughs> give us your ratings, Allie. My ratings. Your ratings. Hmm. Just from hearing about it, I would give it like an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Would yeah. is that like a wood play or a, a w- maybe wood play? Probably maybe wood play. Maybe wood play. Yeah. It sounds fascinating. No, yeah, it's, and uh, like I said, a lot of people are generally fond of this series. Yeah, I definitely see why. All right, yeah, I cool think we're, beans. I think we're pretty much done. Any, any closing comments for us? Hmm. Stay nifty. <laughs> All right, this has been One and a Half Gamers uh, Fallout series, the series that lets, uh, hopefully bridges new gamers into some more cool nifty games. Cool nifty games. <laughs> All right. Nice. We'll see you next week when we talk about uh, Assassin's Creed. 
We're going to have another guest with us. We have another person with yep. us. It's another girl. What? what? No, it's, uh, <laughs> her name is Shelby Haggerton, and um, we're going to be talking about Assassin's Creed. Uh, and um, she isn't. She doesn't know anything about it. Nope. Nope. Not nothing a thing. at all. Not a thing. Uh, but we're yeah. Join us next week for uh, one, one and three quarters. Three gamer quarters game. Because Shelby is less the gamer than Allie is. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, my name is Mark Elbers. I'm Allie Boyd. And we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs>